The mask of people pleasing. Well, that's a whole discussion in itself. But the mask of people pleasing does the most damage when it comes to selling. You neutralize, you focus on the wrong thing, you block connection, you disappear. Selling could also be asking, it could also be getting people to hear what you have to say. Today, I'm going to be talking about the mask of people pleasing in relation to selling. I think you're gonna like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you with me today as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Today I'm going to be talking about the mask of people pleasing in relation to selling. Now, I mentioned in the last episode that I've got my first virtual online event coming soon. It's actually the 29th, no, 30th, 31st of August, 12 noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time coming up. Selling through voice show. We're gonna the the get the lineup of speakers. I have to tell you, I, I'm truly beside myself. I have got such a great group coming. You can register for this. It's a free event. Go to www. Of course, sellingthroughvoiceshow.com, and you can register. And I would love to have you join me for all of it. And I would love to have you join me live, but definitely register. I want to tell you, I've got Cynthia Stant. She's one of my speakers, mindset, money, millionaire woman, Rachel Ingome. We're going to be talking about authenticity. I've got Jay Altman, Dania Douglas Hunt. I've got incredible guests. And they're all going to be teaching things that are going to be valuable to you, no matter whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a professional, what, no matter what, no matter where you are in your business, no matter where you are in your career, you are going to gain something from this event. And I would really love for you to come and be my guest. So I hope you can make it the 30th and 31st. Go sign up right now. Now, I've been talking about masks a little bit lately, voice masks. And I think a while back I did an episode on the people-pleasing mask. I would say that the people-pleasing mask is the most common that I deal with. And like I've mentioned before, I will label a mask something because it it is the core sound that I hear. I can identify that the person is a people pleaser based on certain sounds that I hear. And every single time I say, are you a people pleaser or a peacekeeper? And every single time they say, yes. 
So voice masks are, I've created this, I think there's 25 now, voice masks that are things that you pick up. They are sounds that you pick up and put in your voice to protect you. They actually keep us from connecting. So I'll break this down a little bit more and give you some examples in this episode. But the bottom line is voice masks are something you do, something you put in place, sounds you put in place to get a result. They keep you from getting the result that you want. And people pleasing is a perfect example of this. Ultimately, they block connection. I don't really know who you are. You are prevented from fully expressing yourself. I always use the example of bulletproof glass, and I can literally feel it come down when you're letting me in and when you're not. So here's a perfect example. I'm letting you in now. This is, you can connect with me, but I can change all of that. And I believe I recently did the professional mask and I gave an example in that one. I'm still the same person. But what I'm working from now is I don't know who you want me to be. And you might think I'm too much. So let me neutralize my fullest expression. Now, that might would be something a people pleaser would do. And I'll tell you, you know, the first mask I created was based on was the needing to prove mask. And it was a man that came to work with me. He said, I think I'm repelling potential customers. I said, you are. And he said, well, how do you know? And I said, well, what are you trying to prove? And he said, well, I spent my whole life trying to prove my worth to my father. And instantly I knew that drivers aided and abetted drivers and voice stories, aided and abetted voice masks. It's this habit that we've put in place in certain scenarios, it's a go-to. So when this man was working with, was trying to get sales, that's when it would come up. Now, there's always something behind that. And that's what I'm most interested in. I can move the sounds out and we have to move the sounds out because they're misrepresenting the real you. But what I'm most interested in is what's behind the curtain. Why do you have to prove to potential clients that you know what you're talking about? Okay, so that's the needing to prove. The second one that I discovered and created was people-pleasing. And this was when I worked with a woman who was losing million-dollar deals. And she was very talented. She should have been nailing these deals. Well, she was a people pleaser. So what was happening was she was going into these deals, these negotiations, these sales calls, and she did not know what they wanted her to be, who they wanted her to be. As a people pleaser, that's everything. I have to keep you happy. I have to keep the peace. I have to be what you want me to be. So she would neutralize her fullest expression. She would drain her vocal energy a bit. She would read the room extensively to see, okay, are they liking me? Are they not liking me? Are they happy? Are they not happy? 
what do they want me to be? And so everything fell flat behind that people-pleasing mask because she neutralized everything. And they're thinking they're not giving her the deals because they're thinking we've got to have somebody with more passion to execute these deals. Now, here's the tragedy. She was one of the most passionate people I've ever met. So the mask was in her mind protecting her. If I can be what they want me to be, then I'll get the deal. It was protecting her from doing the wrong thing, but it was making her believe that she was going to get what she wanted. If I just neutralize and and just don't really be too expressive because that might be too much for them, then I'll get the deal. Well, that's what was costing her the deal. If she had gone in and been herself, fully expressed herself, she would have gotten the deals, potentially. Now, can I 100% quantify this? Pretty much. Pretty much I've been tracking data for a long time now around these masks. When we move them away, does people's do, what do I want? does do, not sure what's grammatically correct there. Do people's income increase? Does their revenue increase? Do their sales increase? Absolutely. Now there's always a Coppola moment. And if you haven't heard me explain Coppola moment, that's when no matter what you do the best thing you could ever, 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 ever do. I can give you the best voice ever, but you're not going to get the deal because they're going to put their daughter in the role. They're going to give the deal to their daughter. So she was neutralizing her passion. She was neutralizing her fullest expression. The motive behind this was they need to like me. Now, this is critical in sales. I can talk about the people-pleasing mask all day long. It's basically the same. But when we get into this sales situation, this is what happens. I, I don't. I need them to like me. They have to like me in order to buy from me. No, they don't. I have hired people that I didn't like to teach me something because I knew they had the experience that I needed to learn from. Now, I don't do it a lot, but I have done it and I've spent pretty good money on it. If the whole motive is I got to be liked, you've missed the whole deal because you're going to neutralize everything and you're going to block connection and everything's going to sound the same and it's going to sound flat and boring and it's going to be taken out of context. It's going to sound like, well, here's some examples of what it could sound like. It could sound like you're indifferent and that's what was happening with this woman. So if she neutralizes everything and she delivers the information like this, you could process that sound as indifferent. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about, I'm blocking connection. I'm not letting you connect with me because I I could be found out. I could be an imposter. That's part of this. I could, you could not like me. But even bigger, or maybe not, I don't know, maybe they're equal, probably equal, the sound that you're putting in your voice doesn't represent who you really are. And they are processing and deciding who you really are based on that sound. So now she's passionless and indifferent. And that's not who she is. These are some of the things that I hear from people in the people-pleasing mask. Well, I don't want to bother them. 
Okay. I hear that at least once a day. Well, I don't want to bother them. Yeah. And, and they hear it in your voice. You've heard me talk about foreshadowing. If I think I'm bothering you, then I'm going to sound tentative and you're going to be, okay, do you even want to work with me? Do you even know what you're talking about? The classic people pleaser is asking for permission. A lot of my people have a lilt up when it's not a question at all. And they ask a question out of everything. I really believe that this affects women and the glass ceiling they hit significantly. I've not done an official research study on it, but I really should. Because what happens, you have your degree, you have done the work, you have done the yards, you can do the job, you have the talent. But if you have a people-pleasing mask and you are asking my permission, subconsciously, I am going to go, why am I going to hire you if you are not the expert? Or if you are the expert, why are you asking my permission to thrive, to take action, to do this job? And I see this one much more with women. I do see it in men, but I do see it more in women. And so if I'm trying to sell you something and I have my people-pleasing mask on and you can't connect with me, and I'm saying, so does that sound interesting to you? And that was a question, but uh, it, this could be good. Okay, you're going to hear, do I even, you're going to think, do I even know what I'm talking about? Why am I asking you? Do, am I even going to be able to help you? Do you see how this mask is costing you? It's costing you. And I see the masks come up the most in selling. The two fastest ways for me to unravel a voice are sell me something and introduce yourself. And people bring out the worst. It's the worst in them. And then they go to the side bucket of people pleasing, which is justifying. Well, I mean, I got to tell you all the reasons why I sound like this. I don't normally sound like this in life. I'm going to do a whole episode on I don't normally sound like this. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> you do. I promise you, if I hear it in a role play, you are doing it. And so in that side bucket of people pleasing is justification and convincing and all of these other side buckets that become part of this full-on people-pleasing mask. And it all comes from insecurity. It all comes from lack of worth. It all comes from imposter syndrome. It all comes from who am I to be? It all comes from stories and drivers. And then habits were built to protect you. And then you get in an unfamiliar situation or an uncomfortable situation. And that mask is going to be the first thing to go up. You could be standing in a room having coffee with me and we're having a great conversation. And then you go into that that office to do your job interview and that mask will come up because you're going to start feeling insecure and you're going to, it's all what's going on in your head, but the habit is there. So we really do have to look at the internal and we have to rewrite it. And we have to change those stories, but we've also got to change the habit. 
But that's why I don't believe in technique to the degree that that most voice coaches do. I'm not going to just give you a technique. I'm not going to just give you a technique because that isn't going to solve the problem. If I put, say, be louder, speak faster, whatever it is, and you've got a story in there that that goes with a people-pleasing mask that says, well, I'm bothering them, then you're going to do that call and you're going to try to hurry up and get off of it really quick, or you're going to sound like it's no big deal, or I hear daily people letting people off the hook, people pleasers, letting people off the hook vocally and oftentimes in words. Okay, well, you know, whatever, whatever you think. Now, I'm not saying we're going to start strong arming people. I'm not saying we're going to start needing to prove and being arrogant. No, not not at all. But my people pleasers, they bow out as fast as they can. Because of that, because of the sounds are in that people pleasing mask and they have mental they they have stories. I was going to say mental stories, but they have stories and beliefs that they can't bother anybody. They've got to keep everybody happy. They can't upset anybody. And this is working against you in sales. And, and a lot of times when people aren't really ready to do this kind of work, then they go into the justification. They go into the convincing. They can even go into defense. I was working with someone the other night. I'll do a whole episode on this. Not the person I was working with, but what happened, I started the call and the first thing that came out of her mouth was all the reasons why she was never going to be able to do what I suggested. Okay, that's a barrier. That's a block. That's a safety. That's a mask. I can't let you find out I can't do it. I can't let you find out I am an imposter. A lot of my people pleasers have imposter things going on. And it's all coming out. I feel bad about asking you to pay as much money. going to come out. And that's my people pleasers. My people pleasers, they, they throw in the towel. They'll throw in the towel vocally really quick. And it's, it's an e- it's easy shifts, y'all. It's easy shifts. And like I was saying, we're not going to go to strong arming people. And I think that's part of the problem is as people pleasers and as maybe struggling with worth, perhaps you you feel like the other the only other choice is let me strong arm you. Let me bully you. And, you know, I was recently bullied by someone trying to sell me something. And I'm going to do a whole episode on that too, because that is the extreme. But what I want you to know is there's a middle. There is a middle. And that's what we're shooting for. I promise you, we are seeking the fullest expression of you. I promise you. And neutralizing who you are isn't going to work for you. One of the things that we have to do is we have to get okay with people not liking us. We have to surrender 
the outcome of the goal of making people like us. That should not be what you're working from. Because if that's what you're working from, you're going to struggle in creating, well, you're not going to struggle. You won't be able to create the invitation, create the voice experience of what it's going to be like to work with you. You're not going to be able to reveal the sounds of where you've been and where you are and how you can help me because you're going to be so focused on do they like me? What do they think of me? Are they happy with this? Are they going to hire me? And when you are in that place, you are in the outcome and you are neutralizing and you are working from the wrong place. You have to get okay with people not liking you. You have to be willing. You don't have to do anything. I'm going to highly recommend that you release the outcome, surrender the outcome of people liking you and focus on revealing the best version of you, creating the full voice experience, and put the focus on serving them rather than do they like me because that's about you. And that's a big part of the problem is that's about you and you're making this all about you. Man, I'm just throwing down the tough love today, aren't I? The voice experience is what I call my free training. It's a live free training where I do hot seat coaching. And that's literally the key in selling. There's about four or five things that I, maybe a few more that I teach people when I do, when I work with them on their sales, game changers. And it's all voice. It's not words. But you've got to start working from what you want to happen, not what you don't. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to do an episode on foreshadowing in your voice and selling. And I'm going to talk more about that. But I wanted to really keep this as people pleasing, the mask of people pleasing and selling and how that mask is hurting you, how it is costing you. I don't, I won't say that it costs you more than any other mask when it comes to sales because the needing to prove mask is pretty close. But when you start getting into justification on top of that and convincing and saying all the words, the number of times I've coached people on their sales pitch and it just, it just inundation with words. I, didn't, I couldn't even follow it. I didn't need all those words. I needed to feel something about you and your program, your offer, your deal. And I didn't. Because you were trying to convince me with all the reasons why and all the words and all the. It's hurting you. The mask of people pleasing is hurting you. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to take that quiz that I've got. I'll put the link in the show notes. That quiz is going to tell you if you have a mask of people pleasing. Although you may already know you do. If you're a people pleaser, you probably think, well, yeah, I probably have a mask of people pleasing. But I think you'll find that interesting. I know you'll find a lot of value in what we're doing in the event, the virtual online event around selling. I will potentially touch on this in that live event. But think about it. 
you may have not ever thought about how your voice is hurting your sales. And, and I'm talking about sales, but it could be asks as well. Are you asking for things that you're not getting? Are you talking to people and they aren't listening? Could be the mask of people pleasing. We've got to give them a reason to listen. And that is by revealing who we really are and creating that experience for them. Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope I get to see you at the event. I'd love for you to take the quiz. I've got my next voice experience coming up early September. I don't know that I have the date in front of me on this. I'll give it to you in the next episode. I want you to make sure and attend that. That's where I teach you how to create a voice experience. I think you're going to love it. But that's it for today. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 